who handles COVID the way he handles bed bugs. He just threw, he shaves his balls. He throws, he threw all his clothes out. <laughs> no. All right. Oh, Let me know when you guys are, uh, are we ready, Mike? I think we just go. No, we what? don't know. There's no way to know. I, th- <laughs> I thought you were starting right there. <laughs> all right. Yeah. What did we start? Drops in the music, but I'm telling you, Mike, all just right. picks a moment. And he just drops in the music. We be, we begin, man. The minute what? the minute we get going, we're going. Yeah, when the mush goes push, we're fucking yeah. rushing. <laughs> when the mush when goes mush shush, goes that's shush. when we push. <laughs> we got to remember that. Write that down in your brain, Anthony. When the mush goes shush, that's when we push. That's how you know when the podcast starts. A great way to remember an anonymogram. Alanalanalanalam. <laughs> what are you eating? What? No. Mm-mm. I haven't been eating. No, you're wrong. No, my no. It's a dental thing. What? What? You mean a dental thing? It's a dental thing, bro. You wouldn't even know. I've got a new dental thing cooking. Two my things. Dent- two things there. First of all, I have to stop you. Do you not? You are acting as if I don't go to the dentist. That is, a, I wouldn't know that. I don't know about dentists. I didn't say things. that. I didn't say that. You said you, that. They'll tell me about your dental thing, and then we're gonna introduce our new guest. I have a dental thing. I have uh, these are dental chews that my dentist. <laughs> it's not food. Am I eating? These are dental chews. My dentist requiring me to chew on these things to strengthen my enamel. So, are you a Labrador? <laughs> I'm turning. I'm turning. I didn't want to. Well, the cat's out of the bag. Well, the dog's out of the bag. I am turning into a Labrador. <laughs> so, sorry. Right. Medically. Now, I I will say this. I don't know. I don't want to go against what your doctor says, but I'd like yeah. to argue against the pretzel flats. <laughs> they do like, not dental shoes, man. Please take it up with Dr. Carrie Giuliano. DDS. Good radio like pretzel flats. <laughs> I don't do this. All right, guys, whatever. Laugh it up, man. I'll turn into a Labrador in 20 minutes if I don't do this. This is delaying the process. I don't know <laughs> Mush just showed us a picture of Anthony on an Alpo dental bag. <laughs> you can't get a dental mush? Get a mush. I can't get a mush, man. That expedites the process. This okay. slows down the process. I feel like any moment we're just going to see Anthony's foot come up and like scratch his ear. (laughs) (laughs) Good. good. Be on the lookout for that. If you see that, things have elevated. So, you know, I need to know that. (laughs) He's already got the fleas. How you doing, folks? Uh, Before we get started, let's just get started. Welcome to episode 347 of the Rad Dude Cast. Uh, Today, (laughs) we are here with Anthony. Brendan is in a low wi-fi area um so we have our 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 friend from a a ham (laughs) not great at intros here we really need brendan for this mr as much as brendan to be on the show (laughs) (laughs) oh i appreciate you coming to us from inside your closet uh never coming out <laughs> it's Ed Larson. Round of applause. Ed Larson. That's it. Just want to say Ed Larson. Then we get back into that juice. Get juicing. Sorry, Ed. Go ahead. I was just saying, sometimes I got big suitcases in here. Sometimes I even get in the suitcases just to make, <laughs> just to make sure it's even harder to get me out of that. I always say that you got to know. You got to know what your luggage is going through. You yeah. have to know what it's like to be inside there, <laughs> or else your clothes will turn on you. 
<laughs> Every closet should be plastered in naked men fucking. Just oh. so that you could, just so everyone knows, right? It's like every it's just naked mm. man. When you come out, you go, all right, but when you we should know that in the closet is a freak fest every yeah, day. The only, only way you can unlock the door is if you come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. However you, you come. Get, however you come, however you want to do it, you get a smart doorknob, which knows. <laughs> it knows. It can it can sense the if there's jizz on there or not. And if there ain't Buddy, you gotta stay in. <laughs> with Anthony's new smart doorknob, uh, we can only get yourself out with uh, six ounces of semen. That's, all That's what everyone do. wants. That's all they do. Yeah, they, don't, oh. they have no other function. Also, that's hell of a load, man. That's like almost a cup. <laughs> how much are you guys coming? I don't come a lot, oh. so I just imagined how much regular people come. I only come what I like to call is a pinky fingernail shaving. That's how much. It's a little It's what we call the single tier disease. It's every time I come in, so hmm, it's it's if my son graduated and I'm about to tell him I'm gonna die. I always I always come one big sperm. <laughs> and does he walk away? Does he put an old business hat on and some sunglasses yeah. and just go to work? Guess I'll see you later, Dad. And he just gets in his old Toyota and drives to the office. <laughs> hey, Ed, talk to me for a second. I just uh, well, we have to say hi to Ed. First of all, I, I want you, this is a double this is a double duty situation. I want okay. you to talk to me, but I also want to hear your mic because I feel like he got quiet, right? Is he quiet? Is he quiet? How do you like me now? Oh, uh, it's it's okay. good to see oh, you both. To yeah. be honest, is this a little yeah. better? A little louder? See, I've yeah. never done this before. Ooh, it's in the red. All right, I'm yeah. getting out of that. All right, how's yeah. this? Does this feel better for you? Because I feel like better. this is the only thing I can do to help. No, that's great. That's yeah? great. Yeah. Know. Know. That's something else you like? We now we also that? don't really care about audio <laughs> on this podcast. There's things we care about are not listeners, not audio, not a following, not money. Also, if you're listening to this, you know, can I just take a moment and just say fuck you? Like <laughs> Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, you, Jags, you Jags. What a bunch of Jag what a bunch of Jags out there. A bunch of Jago Wagos. What a TV show to like. <laughs> Three hundred and fifty six. Was that the right was that the number I heard? That's the number I just said. Oh, yeah. okay. Do you Just know, a heads up. That's crazy. You guys, you've been doing this for like seven years now. Oh, but I don't think that's the right number. We have been doing it for a long time, but no one knows the real number anymore. I oh, think, so you just say whatever. Yeah. No, I just yeah. said whatever. Brendan knows the real number, and so does Mike Muschinelli. And maybe I Anthony. I, really? Everybody knows it but you. <laughs> but you're not. I'm not trying to show You're not far off. It's. Uh, I think it's 298. Oh, So man. you're not too far off, man. Yeah. Nice. So impressive. Congratulations, fellas. Wow. We are now at the exact point where we have the same amount of episodes as we do listeners. <laughs> it's really great. <laughs> One Which more episode. Cool. <laughs> so we're almost there. <laughs> They're consistent. For the 300th episode? Big plans. Anything Big you guys want to you want to tease? You know, for for the fans out there. Yeah, we're doing a round table of gentlemen, rad dude cast. Renunciation. What is it called? Whatever. Where we all come back. 
I would love yeah. that. Honestly, that's a renunciation. A renunciation. Renunciation. Where it's just fifteen people yeah. screaming. <laughs> The craziest shit, and we'll only do twenty minutes. And everyone goes full speed. Oh no! We'll do six twenty-minute episodes. We're doing sixty. It's twenty minutes back, 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 back on repeat. I can we'll legitimately pitch this, by the way. That would, oh man, that'd be so much fun. So many, so many screens cooking. <laughs> well, the thing is, I need to start just getting closer with Jackie because aside from Jackie, I pretty much have everyone on my own individual podcasts anyway so i just need to book you all and not tell you it's a reunion reunion that's a great idea louis katz did that to us recently really yeah we were all we all played his quip show and then it's like oh okay great yeah let's have some fun oh (laughs) my god you all just show up and you're all there it's like hey we would have planned this on our own thing (laughs) and we would have charged people yeah it took it took it took him to get us all back together <laughs> oh my god. Man. Anyway, first of all, let's get into the real hot business because we got to get the business out of the way. Mm-hmm. Eduardo, you got a movie released, yes. releasing what it was playing in only for the month of October. Yes. Tell me about it, fella. All right. It's called How America Killed My Mother. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> so basically what happened was my mom died suddenly four years ago Mm -hmm. and it was all fucked up i knew it wasn't her fault people were robbing us left and right because we didn't have any money you guys understand what oh yeah of course yeah Yeah. and uh and gay yeah oh my god (laughs) picking on the gays (laughs) not lifting them up lifting (laughs) on our on the backs of our shoulders now sorry with these gay jokes get back to how your mom died (laughs) that's so funny you're the one who did it and then apologize and enough about these gay jokes guys let's get serious you're taking us off topic (laughs) with this with your own homophobia I'm sorry. I got to calm down a little bit. Tell us. Oh, no, I'm excited too. It's fun to see everybody. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so rare that I get to talk about this, like, you know, while also being hateful. Um, <laughs> We're celebrating them. The 398 don't care, baby. The 398 are on board. Wish, man, you know, we wish they would, but they don't. So we just, you know, we gotta, we gotta appease them. A lot of us, a lot of them are actually just auto plays, but that's fine. We count them anyway. Yeah, most of our listeners are bots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! Well, I'm big in Russia. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm technically big everywhere. Uh, but, so basically, what happened was my mom passed away, and I was super fucking pissed off because it didn't need to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, just like I just kept, re- I realized that between like casinos and you know health insurance and banks and everyone was fucking ripping her off when she didn't have any money, and so it got to it where she definitely died of being broke, and so I was super pissed off. I couldn't believe like the whole country let me down, not just like the government, uh-huh. but like its citizens, like everybody. It was a, everywhere you looked, it was a fucking nightmare, mm-hmm. and so I was like, well, and I was so mad and like you know violence is illegal right. and so I, uh, I i made this i took their her life insurance money and i made this movie nice yeah and i called out a lot of favors i got travis irvine on board he directed it yeah and uh we and we worked on this for like uh three and a half years and when quarantine hit we're like well let's edit this thing and then yeah. uh and here we are in you a know? closet 
promoting it on the Rad Dude cast. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. I was dressed oh. like a wolf two nights ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my own. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, man. no, it's it's just fucked up. And you know me, yeah. I like to be a nice guy. I love everybody. Yeah. And I just don't understand why everyone's so fucking mean to each other all the time. Totally. And it's right. just like it's so it's it just boggles my mind. And it's like half the people's doing all this work to rip people off. Like if you work just as hard to be nice, I promise you'd make money. Right. Like, and it's yeah. just like all these like, scammers, they're fucking going they're all day. They're calling people, they're going crazy. It's just like if you just took that energy and yeah. put it in another direction, <laughs> you'd still make money. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> so then that's what it's come down to. And so I <clears throat> I got a hidden camera. I started going into banks and casinos and fucking mm-hmm. telling them that I wasn't gonna pay my mother's debts, and I got all that on camera. And then I, uh, you know, so I just confronted everyone, even my own father, because my dad abandoned us, you know, when I was younger, around 20, and he didn't pay one cent in alimony. And we didn't talk like, I didn't see him like three times in 15 years. And so, uh, but we reconnected. Like, it was almost uh, towards the end of the movie. I go, I fly out to Reno, my whole crew. I bring a a film crew out to Reno to hang out. Oh, I thought you meant like your boys. No, yeah, yeah. We're going to beat this motherfucker up. Yeah, we like you and your crew. That's the end of the movie. Ted beats the shit out of his dad with his friends. <laughs> I got Julie sitting behind me on a motorcycle. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, kind of like the message was like, you know, because I did not have a good relationship with my father. Right. It was pretty, it was, it was pretty fucking bad. And so I said, look, if I can forgive him, you know, maybe y'all could forgive some overdraft fees and some, uh, you know, and some, yeah. and some, and don't think casinos can stop taking bad checks and shit like that, you know, because it's yeah. crazy. You know, you guys <sighs> gamble, gamblers? Mom, no. I have family that are clearly addicted to gambling. So I never kind of fuck with it because it's like, there's, uh, there's some major questions and why we were really poor growing up. Yeah. My parents both had like really good jobs. My yeah. dad made $120,000 a year in the 80s and 90s. And I got, we got no fucking money. Yeah. We, got no, we got nothing. Like, we got like, what? <laughs> yeah. Greg's exact. Greg was yeah. saying this like a couple weeks ago, like almost exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, how the so fuck funny. Did that happen? Like, we're living in Boca Raton. I got like every, every single vacation I went on was either a, a, a a uh, like we go to Vegas, we go to Atlantic City, yeah. or we go on a cruise. Every single fucking vacation, uh-huh. it was like Bermuda, like anywhere that had casino, that's where we went. It got to the point I was like ten years old, like Eddie, you could pick the vacation this year. I was like, can we go to Washington D.C. so I can learn about history? I just want to learn. Like, <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> it's the that is almost the exact same tale. We my mom didn't take us on vacation to uh, casinos, but we just didn't go on vacation. So oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> she used to do these things where she would be like, "We had a we had a moment." It's so hard because I can't really nail it down with her because I don't have like. She had a great job. She was a nurse who ran a bunch of emergency rooms. Yet we never had any money. But then sometimes we would have. Like she would just come home with a Nintendo and you'd be like, what happened here? Like it's not even anyone's birthday. And it's like, I got Nintendo. And you're like, oh, you won this or you had a really, you had a hot streak or something. 
my sister was missing college money when when she was like needed money for college or something. And my mom goes, "Okay, I'll be back." Drives to Atlanta because we're from Jersey. Drove yeah. to Atlantic City, comes home next morning, gives my sister three thousand dollars. God damn! <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. So crazy. Yeah. yeah, no, my dad fucking he took my college fund when I right after I graduated, and so it was just like, <laughs> like like right it's like oh, good luck I need it good luck. <laughs> yeah, dude, we used to do these. We used to do for communion. It's so funny to be like, how would you feel if I doubled your Sally May loan? <laughs> oh man dude i just learned last night about a lightning bet do you know about a lightning bet do you no, guys know what a lightning that? bet is so i just found out this last night because i heard this norm mcdonald story where him and already yeah did like this crazy lightning bet which is lightning bet is like i don't really understand over and under stuff i really don't know anything about gambling so you might have to help me if you kind of follow what i'm doing so the way it works is like you'll pick the number of like the combined score of the game and yeah. if you go over uh, if you go, if it goes over oh, every right. extra point, you win a thousand dollars. But the under, if you go under every point under, you lose a thousand dollars or like whatever you do. So like the, he said, like in one game, Norm McDonald won a hundred grand uh, oh and then God. lost a hundred grand. Like the next day, like it's, it's the, they said it's, a, wow. it's a, it's the heroin for gamblers. God damn. It's so insane. Could you damn. imagine that? I couldn't imagine any of that shit. I saw it one time I was doing a casino gig with Jeff out in uh, Tunica, Fox Mississippi. Uh, <laughs> <Ross>. <laughs> oh, I, I always got to mix up. <laughs> I always get it squad your clothes. Well, he, you know, he he does, has been stealing his material. Lately, so yeah. <laughs> he might be Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> But we're in Tunica, Mississippi, because we get all these like private roast gigs. Yeah. And this dude hired Jeff to roast somebody. He also hired like Joe Theismann and uh like some a couple of running backs and shit. And it's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's, like everyone like who's makes money in Memphis like lives at this like rotten casino in the middle of Tunica, <laughs> Mississippi. It's like it's, I it was a while since I got a hotel room with an ashtray in it, you know. <laughs> 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 and you know so it's like it's always yeah it's like honestly it's like all cigarettes and like giant cocktail shrimp like that's like their whole <laughs> life and, like, and so but after the words they're like oh so hang out we'll all be i mean there's nothing else to do you don't have a choice you have to hang out at the casino yeah. and uh so we're all it's an, i don't like gambling and jeff knows that and so we're just kind of walking around and we see joe theisman at the craps table we're like, all right well we'll play some craps with joe theisman <laughs> like how do you not you yeah. know and so we played some craps with joe theisman that was fun and then we noticed the CEO of FedEx was at this blackjack table and, we're like, and he's like, Oh, sit down, come sit down. And we said, we were like, Oh, we're just watching. And he was playing $10,000 a hand. Wow. Like $10,000 <laughs> a hand. I like, I was just like, we both of us were like, what are you doing? Play, play. We're like, we can't play. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can I can work for five years and still not be able to play if I gave you everything I'm got in five years. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, but dude, he's, we eventually he's like you talked us into it. We played ten dollars and he played ten thousand on the wow. same fucking table, and it was just like little like it was the it was the most surreal experience. I made two hundred bucks. I was like, 
I'll great cash it out. I was yeah, yeah, two hundred bucks. What he would have made? What's the math on that? He would have made two hundred thousand. I guess. Yeah. yeah if he, so. yeah, if, if he were, if you were playing his hands, there was no way to tell like how much money he had in front of him. There was just like, it was all kinds of chip colors that I right. did not have. <laughs> and <there> was, <laughs> chips, blood chip chips that are just spilled with blood. Yeah. Yeah. These are monkey blood chips. Yeah. This just just a, a tie boy. Yeah. <laughs> tie boy right on the table. Oh, we don't use tips. We use Chinese man's fingers. <laughs> These are actual severed fingers of a rich Chinese mogul. <laughs> They're old samurai hands. Can I get another shark burger? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. These are uh these are dark web booby bots. <laughs> my god i would love to play a hand where every see my kind of game is every hand you play with roast beef sandwiches i'll mm, raise you three fun. sandwich you know and then you just it's all yeah man, why you start yeah. off with two pieces of bread and then you gotta like <laughs> yeah. gamble your you way really, up to a yeah. hero yeah. <laughs> could be whatever you bring to the table it should be byob yeah. Bring your own whatever you whatever you got of value and bring dump that beef. on the table, man. Yeah, yeah. Ah, dude, I'm down. I'm just playing with a buttered bread right now. <laughs> man, I have to walk. I'm down a loaf. It's a trouble. <laughs> I'm down a loaf. But like what happened to us was my mom won really big down in Florida right before we moved to uh New York. She uh -huh. won she she got a royal flush when she was playing poker. And she had that little extra chip down where if you get a roll of flush, you put a dollar in and then you get 15 grand. Wow. Like wow. No one ever gets it. My mom right. got it. And wow. so she wow. went 15 grand and we were able to move to New York. She gave me like four grand. I was able to go and not work for the first month I was in town, you know, wow. and like get situated and shit. So it really fucking helped us. And then it just like became the answer. And so, yeah, was, you know, right. so she was just chasing that again for, you know, a decade and a half and it never happened again. You know, so it was just killing me. It was killing me. All my first comedy money I went, I made, like went to Trump Casino. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. my, right. first, my first three gigs, the burn first two years and my first roast battle uh, writing job all went to uh, my mom's fucking gambling. Right. Yeah. Wow. I came back and I was just broken, like at square one. I was furious. I was so mad. I was like, how did you do this? You fucking, but you know, it's, a, you know, you can't, she can't help herself. Yeah, of course. Totally. So when you went into um, how did how did uh, the casinos react when you were filming them? And uh, they didn't know. Oh, they didn't know. Oh, okay. I had a hidden camera on right. my shirt, which was really funny because it was pointed up because I was so fat. Like <laughs> <laughs> people, but like it was on top of my belly, so it was just like pointed at the ceiling. So I got horrible shots. <laughs> Wait, are like, you allowed to use that? Yeah, what? Are they going to arrest you for using that footage? I blurred people's faces. Oh, and okay. Trump Casino doesn't exist anymore. And right. you know what? I could use the press. Yeah. So <laughs> we're talking about, dude. You're doing the Rad Dude Cast right now. You are up 396. <laughs> easy. <laughs> Fluctuating depending on who listened to this episode. Anywhere from 395 to 398. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you. I'm loyal. Fan they're base. big. They're big. Oh, dude. yeah. They're loyal, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Every one of them texts us every day. Yes, Every one of them we respond to. How you doing, buddy? They true. check in. They're good. 
Um, yep. Once a week, I get a phone call. It's really you. It's <laughs> oh, very so nice to, to know people care every once in a while. Uh, yeah. They're great. Dude, we, uh, I did a gig once. It was one of my first. I can't remember the exact number on this, but I, and I, I did one gig once. Uh, my friend Horace came with me, and I won. And uh, in the gig, I got paid five hundred bucks or something. And he said, "Listen, you either made five hundred bucks." I say you made five uh, a thousand or you made nothing, and we drove from Bloomfield to Atlantic City. It was like a two-hour, three-hour drive. Put it all on black, <laughs> lost, and drove home. We were in Atlantic City uh, for twenty right. minutes. Lost. Oh my god! We were like, "Fuck it, let's do it." He convinced me. We drove. We bet it. We lost. We went home. Also, god. I didn't have one of those like gambling cards, so that money didn't go towards like getting me a room or anything. It was right. just straight the money went. <laughs> yeah, they they, lo- they watch it happen. And like anytime <laughs> yeah. like here comes one of the idiots who's gonna put it on the fucking black. They hit the button, Jerry. It's, it's like quick, it's like we're gonna make two quick. My buddy did that with 10 grand and he lost twice, oh, two separate god. times. And I'm just like they're not gonna let you win. Like, <laughs> like, like, like it's not gonna like you don't have a choice. Like yeah. they like first of all, casinos wouldn't exist if you were supposed to win. Right. Like there's right. no <laughs> like, right. yeah. doesn't make sense. There's right. no co-op casinos where the yeah. people <laughs> the people run them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not like get back on your feet land, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh, you get back yeah. on your yeah, having a hard time. Well, well you just come to the casino and then yeah. you're better again. <laughs> we care. <laughs> no, I hate them. I, I have like real problems with casinos. Do you also have that or I not hate really? Them. Okay, I, I don't gamble anymore. Like if I do, it's like not with my own money. You know, like like someone would ha- literally have to get like David Tell has like made me gamble with him before. Yeah. You know, we're like I have to. He's like, here's a hundred bucks, sit next to me. You know, right, right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I still even with other people's money, I it's still so nerve wracking to me. Like, I hate I still, it. I hate it. Yeah, same. I was stupid. Like, yeah. it's like I can be. I work so hard for my money, and like it's just like it's, it's like it drives me crazy. Just just like put it. I put forty dollars in a in a video poker machine, and it was gone like that. And I was right. just like, I'm just, it's a machine. Yeah, it's like why would it? It's lost to AI. Stupid. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, this unfeeling piece of metal. Yeah. With Ellen DeGeneres's face painted on it. <laughs> That's taken my money. Oh my God. And Atlantic City's the craziest too because all those casinos, you walk outside and directly across the street is like four cash for gold stores. Oh, yep. Like they're, oh. it's, dude, and they're just trying to get you the moment you step outside. Like, here, sell your fucking wedding ring and go back in there and open the fence. Yeah. And the ATMs are like $10, ATM, like five, $10 fees on the ATMs because they know you. It's like, at least make the ATM free or a dollar. Like, no, no, we mm. can take your money here too. And it's no. like, it's like, fuck off, man. No, the ATMs, yeah, they should shut down at a certain hour. Like, if they really wanted, you know what I mean, to just be like, hey, beyond midnight, you can't get any more money out. Some yeah. kind of limits. Any kind of rule. It's like, yeah. there's yeah. no clocks on the walls. There's no. the windows, so you don't know if it's daytime or nighttime. They f- give you free liquor, for Christ's yeah. sake. Like, it's crazy. Fucking it's- Trump Casino, all right? His brother died of alcoholism, and he's sitting around giving thousands of people free liquor every night just to steal their money. Like, what the, like, how is 
Like, why does yeah. no one just talk about this? Same, man. They <laughs> they use the same tactics like government agencies use to get information out of like terrorists. It's just like psychological techniques. It's yeah, yeah it, the same as what you're saying. It's like I don't understand how nobody intervenes given the measures that they're taking to actively ruin people's lives. This isn't like haphazard. They're taking strategic ways to do this. Yeah. Right. Well, they're also paying out the ass in taxes. And so right. it's like, you know, Nevada doesn't exist. Nevada is just like, a, you know, they do nuclear testing if gambling doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> you know <what? laughs> yeah. It, a, a lawless state, man. They <laughs> yeah. They're just like, uh, gambling, uh, nuclear testing, uh, prostitution. We're not opening up anything else. <laughs> we refuse. Anthony and I had to go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say there's parts of Nevada where you can uh, shoot a tank. Right. You can shoot yeah. a tank. Yeah. You can like go jump it for a bunch of money. You can jump <laughs> in a tank and there's a guy who helps you drive it around and you can fucking put the shell in it. And you, can yeah. fucking, you can shoot a tank. That's they, the wow. life they live over there. They refuse to invest in infrastructure. They looked at what uh, they, they did in Bangkok and they were like, we're going to base our uh, success on that model. That yeah. economic model. Is it the same place? I had heard stories like there's a place you could they'll, you could like rent a bazooka and shoot a cow, or is that just like the Middle East? I don't or know if that. I, I would I would hope that's not in America. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I believe that's the Middle East, but you know, I mean, you know, hey man, I I don't know parts of Arizona maybe. Yeah, when we all are forced to go vegetarian, we're gonna have to do something with these cows. <laughs> yeah, I might as well have fun with these devils. You know, is that the place where you can hook up rockets to a cow and shoot them off into space? Is that I don't know if that's Nevada or if that's it's the same theme park, <laughs> Cowland in Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, yeah. we probably tried to recreate the nursery rhymes. <laughs> uh, Mike said Cambodia. You can Cambodia. do it in Cambodia. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Which is like that should be on the front page of the flyer to Cambodia. Do oh, they want to yeah. move here? I don't know. You want a bazooka, a cow? That's uh, <laughs> they put that. It's after right after Angkor Wat. They're like, <laughs> don't like ancient ruins? Well, we've got another option for you. <laughs> yeah, your husband can come here. You check out the history. Send your dumb kids to bazooka cow. Oh, imagine like you could bazooka a cow and then just like a bunch of steaks hit the ground. I'm just wondering about that. Like, it would cook them, right? You just run around with bread in your hand and hope it lands in there. Yeah, Cambodia. <laughs> Wild tourists shoot cows with rocket launchers in Cambodia. Nice. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. we didn't leave that place in ruins. <laughs> <laughs> Good old U.S. intervention. <laughs> man, that is wild stuff. Oh, um, Anthony and I. Do you remember this? This is a little off topic now. But uh, we we would perform at the um, Mohegan Sun. What oh, was yeah. the Borgata? No, Borgata we performed at, which is the worst gig you can do. It's all the people who've lost so much money they get free comedy club tickets. Oh, they're so mad. Everyone's just so, it's just so like mad. Yeah, they have no idea who you are. They're they don't care. Like, yeah, they're they yeah. Sorry, bad no. bad gig. So yeah, the Borgata Mohegan Sun's the same way, but at least you get to like you know like linger around and eat food till three in the morning. Yeah, that is well, the, the one thing I will say about casinos. I love a good buffet. Oh, who does now it? Now that that's over, oh god, what a sad you know. What a, that was one of the like 
the third week of quarantine, I was like, no more buffets. <laughs> no, they're going to have to do disposable food shoots. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a shoot and it shoots it into your mouth and then you just replace it with your, with yeah. you bring your own shoot and you just plug it in, open your mouth and then go to the next food tunnel. People are like, oh, that's a nice shoot. Where'd you get your? That's a good one. Yeah. Um, but but uh, Anthony and I, we found a way that there's a like you can sit at the bar where they have video poker. And if you're not, if you're actively not trying to win, all you're trying to do is break even. You can play video poker for hours and then just get free drinks. But no one is doing that. So like, what you would do is you just like you you know you hold and you just don't go for any big bets because if you go for the big bets, that's when you lose. Mm. So we would just play this video poker just to be able to sit at the bar so that they would just keep giving us free drinks and so Ooh. we were playing like 30 cents a drink um to just get hammered all night and look at the prostitutes but See, like that's fun. they don't but that's the thing is they're like we know that one or two people is doing like the three people here the three performers here are doing this yeah exactly yeah you already plus you already worked for them and made them a bunch of money that night yeah for not enough money yeah we we, we paid in oh my god we paid in pain uh those gigs are so brutal yeah i remember i remember uh i think i was younger we used to go to atlantic city a little bit because i had friends that, that were pretty decent at gambling and i would get uh i would get so sick because at the time, all I drank were white Russians. And uh... <laughs> the time, that's still what you do. Last time we went to Borgata last year, we we were drinking white Russians because of you. Yeah. Don't it's trust a... milk in Atlantic City is a good yeah. rule for life. That was exactly my point. And if I could, if I could leave this world saying anything, do not trust the milk in Atlantic City. Yeah. You never, you never want warm milk in a plastic cup. Is always a bad sign, <laughs> dude. Last time it's I was in Atlantic, warm over there. <laughs> last time I was in Atlantic City, I went to. Wow, this is a story, and this is a story. I went looking for a sex shop to buy a vibrator to uh, try to stick one up my ass because I was there for a week, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to try to do something weird sexually with my masturbating because that's all I'm doing here is masturbating." Mm-hmm. I drive. Um, actually, the reality of the story is I was actually looking for a GameStop to buy action figures, but then I saw <laughs> it was close to, I don't know which is worse, to this sex shop. So I was like, oh, I'll just go the extra two blocks of the sex shop. Go there. It's in like, I don't know if you guys know, but Atlantic City is like this membrane surrounded by the worst neighborhood in like in New Jersey. Oh my God. Yeah. This... Like a fucking raccoon stab a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this woman came to my car door. Like I was at a red light and this woman comes to my car door, bangs in the window. And I was like, my, you know, and she was like, I was like, does this woman need directions? And she was like an old school prostitute. Like she was like a prostitute that was like, I'll suck your dick for $20. And I was like, I didn't know you existed anymore. I thought this was out with Giuliani, but I guess not. No, it not was, in Atlantic City. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah, the I crazy mean, part about Atlantic City is like when you watch Boardwalk Empire, like it's yeah. like nicer. Yeah, than it is <laughs> those are the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you long for the twenties. <laughs> when all you had to worry about was the plague. <laughs> yeah. One of the few right. places you could say, "Man, this place before World War II, man, this place is, was uh great." oh my god you know that that town has lost like 
10,000 jobs in the last couple of years, last like two or three years. They've lost 10,000 because all the casinos that keep shutting down mm-hmm. and they get like selling off people's fucking um, pensions and shit. And so like you worked uh. at the casino for 30 years as a waitress. The only reason to do that is because you got this fucking pension. And then they, they closed down the place and sold all the pensions. And so it's just like, and that's the kind of shit that, and that's why that town is dying. Well, that, and there's a casino in every other town now. Right. When we were kids, you had to go to Atlantic City, Vegas, or Reno. Like you did, that was yeah. it. That was yeah. all. That was the only place you can go. But now there's like two g- casinos in Philly. There's like right. a bunch Bethlehem and like and the Mohegan Sun. And yeah. They're in Cincinnati and they're like oh they're all over the place now. And so Atlantic City's just why go? Yeah, I'm okay like, with the Mohegan Suns because they're like they try to make it more of like a okay you can gamble but you can do other things like there are yeah. like some restaurants and fun things and i'm like okay because i mean i guess gambling if you're not an addict can be like a fun thing to do for a night but yeah. atlantic city makes me mad because it's like no matter what they force you to gamble almost like it's like everything is funneled to getting you to those tables whereas mohegan sun is like well they have some other things you can kind of do if you're if you need to take a break yeah yeah Even the prostitutes in atlantic city are only 20 bucks so you yeah can, <laughs> <laughs> you can go spend more money in the casino <laughs> dude even in like in the borgata the wi-fi sucks in the hotel because they don't want you sitting in the room no and it's and like they charge you out the ass for it it's like 10 bucks to use the wi-fi per day and it's just like shut the fuck up right get me the goddamn weird alien <laughs> like like <laughs> <laughs> it's just insane no because i always go when i because i gotta work in casinos all the time like yeah, you so, and like you were in your room you're like i get some work done so you wake up and you try it's like fucking 10 bucks to like start doing your work <laughs> it's so crazy yeah they're, they're mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like don't be this much it's like ah, uh, can i get a bottle of water yeah the only way to get a bottle of water is you got to sit at the poker table for 45 minutes it's yeah. like it's like they, they any way they can get you to do it they do it and it's like a little bit of a letdown. it's I, I just think it's like you can don't have to people are already addicted to gambling right you don't yeah. have to force them there if they're even fighting it a little bit right that's like yeah. I, that's what's gross to me yeah exactly. No, yep. it's, <clears throat> they've oh, also linked, uh, not to get too serious, but they've linked uh, brain damage to compulsive gambling. And, you know, so it's like a lot of people, like I talked to this oh. woman who's a counselor for gambling and uh, out in Reno, and I, I was talking to her, and she literally, she was just like, the first thing I ask every person they come in is if they've been in an accident or not. Because like 80%, they've been in a crazy car accident or they got some kind of like different, like something's happened to them or they like put, got PTSD. And it's like a lot of the, a lot of it's, it preys on the week. So my question is, if you, if you use your head properly, you're like, Oh, this is stupid. I right. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you, how did they link it? Did they just walk around the casino with their eyes open? Or, <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen these fucking people that are like riding around these? It's like, you look around, you go, Oh my God. Like I'm not trying to be an asshole, but it's like, Oh, these crazy wheelchairs, these people who are like drooling and shit, people with glasses that are too big. It's like, what are those glasses? It's like, yeah, there's people with problems. They're clearly taking advantage of a lot of mentally fucked people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm out in Reno. I'm visiting my dad. He's super sick. He's in the hospital. And so I get, I was like, I was like, all right, I'm going to fly out to Reno. And so I go and I'm like, all right, I'll get a hotel, the closest hotel to the hospital. Yeah. And it's like little shitty casino, like no bigger than like like Katz's Deli, and you know it's just, it's this tiny little casino, and there's like a shitty motel attached to it. I'm like, fuck it, it's close to the hospital. It's a five dollar Uber, you know. This is where I'm staying, 
And I walk in there to get breakfast, and it's just old people literally hooked up to oxygen tanks, oh fucking sitting in slot machines, putting the last of their money in them. And it's just like, why? They should like, at least give you health insurance. I'm sorry to cut you off, but it's no, like if right. you use old people there, it's like, look, you may the health insurance itself is a gamble, right? Like if you're putting that much money, they should put that money towards like at least, you know, your medical bills will be taken care of or your funeral. Like if you lose all your money, like, don't worry, we're going to take care. Like the mob would at least take care of your family. They leave them like, right, we're not going to kill your wife, but they don't. They fucking go after them, too. Sometimes Sorry. they kill the wives. Sometimes they kill <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the good ones leave them alone, you know? <laughs> um, She's a gapper or not. <laughs> uh, yeah. I remember seeing a guy uh, just uh, you know, just downtrodden with a world uh, I think a Vietnam veteran hat on, and all I could think about was like um the the guy on the other end of that, uh, the the Vietnamese guy who's like, I wonder whatever happened to the guy who killed my father. Oh, right. <laughs> He's just like, oh man, he is crying in front of a Sex and the City slot machine. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like counting the days he has left with the fingers yeah. losing from yeah. diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think any and like casinos in general. I don't think there's ever been more of like not more, but it's one of the things where it's like it's such a departure from reality in the way that it's advertised. Like in my head, when I was a kid, before I ever went to one. That like what I thought of a casino was like old Hollywood, you know. Yeah. Right, right. And then you go there, and you're like, "This is a hospital ward. That right. is not at all the way it's presented, even in the slightest." No. Ever. When I was a kid, we used to always go stay at the MGM Grand Hotel, and I would go out there with my parents. And I'm an only child, so I'd just be like be by myself the yeah. entire time. They literally <laughs> would just like let me out in Vegas. Yeah. They're like, "Go have fun. We'll see you in a couple hours." Yep. Yeah. Dinner's at nine, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. It was wandering around Circus Circus. I did the same exact thing, man. Here's fifty bucks. Walk around, money. Yeah. Uh, you know, try not to bet it all too fast. <laughs> so anyway, you're at the MGM Grand. Man, I stayed at um, I stayed at Circus. Every time I go to Reno, I make sure I stay at Circus Circus <laughs> just to like fully like get into the Reno vibe. And it's just, like. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen a tiger smoke a cigarette. <laughs> it's, really, it's really zen. <laughs> Everything in, in Atlantic City is a gamble. Like the buffet is like, am I going to shit my pants? Oh you my walk God. outside, there's massage parlors. It's like, are you going to get robbed? Are you going to get AIDS? The prostitutes, like, it's like if you like taking risks or chances, you, you, you really got to drive... You, anywhere within 50 miles an hour, 50 oh. miles and 50 miles in that place. And you're good. Just anyway. walk out on the boardwalk, man. You got to fucking bring brass knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. Um, you can't even trust the funnel cakes there. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep seeing, by the way, I don't know if your imagination does this, Anthony, but mm -hmm. I just keep imagining someone in the coats behind Ed, just opening them up like this <laughs> and then just like choking them from behind. Just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> What else you got going on, Ed? Anything else going on in your life? You know, I've just been out here doing my podcasts and shit. You know, we're doing the brighter side, hanging with Amber Nelson. Oh, that's you great. know, I, I got a, I do a Jeff's podcast, Thick Skin with Jeff Ross. That's always fun. We had Vernon Davis on last week. That was super oh, cool. Who's that? Yeah. I know that name. Who's that? He's a great oh, tight end. Yeah. Yeah. 
we always get the it's always the weirdest people that come on that podcast. <laughs> it's so funny. The week, the week before it was Joanne Worley from Laughing, and then like the next wow. week Jordan Davis. You're just like, who, who is that? <laughs> what do you do? Uh, you bring people on and roast them? Uh, well, no, we 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 the one thing we do that we love is at the end of every show we roast uh we we roast uh, someone who had died that week. We call uh, it roast for peace. <laughs> yeah, it was great. my favorite one I wrote for Ruth Bader Ginsburg was uh, she had it hard. You know, she was sick for a long time. I mean, she didn't feel good since 2012 when she accidentally sat on her gavel. <laughs> <laughs> so you're writing roast jokes a lot, right? You're a big roast yeah. guy, big roast yeah. guy, right? So let me oh. ask you a question, big roast. This is business question. Come with it. You go to write a you go to write a roast joke, right? You see mm-hmm. a guy like myself. How do yeah. you attempt? What's your first move with writing the roast joke? Well, definitely. For, I like superficial stuff personally. Mm-hmm. I don't like to get too personal, mm-hmm. you know? So like I would definitely, I'd go for your mustache first, you know, I would say, and then probably your, your square head. And then, uh, and then <laughs> not, this is not what Greg wanted from that question. <laughs> I didn't uh, even know about my square be, head. This will be an issue going forward, Ed. <laughs> I will oh be receiving a phone call. He didn't even do the joke. He <laughs> just betrayal. Is my head in this square the whole time? Well, you just got you know you gotta you, you try to find something about somebody and then just like go at it really hard and give them a complex <laughs> about it. You, know? <laughs> it's like you look like, and it's honestly a lot of it. Truthfully, is like Mad Libs. You know, it's like you look like this doing that. Right, you know, right, like, right, right, like, right, right. Fill in the fucking blanks. It doesn't even like, yeah. Right. It's like you smell like that when this happens, right? You know, like. <laughs> Let me do one, Anthony. Let me try to do one with Anthony. Oh, let's see. You, you look like, um, well, I've done that. I would say you look like a rotting pickle. That's funny. I was gonna oh. say an olive. I was gonna yeah. say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who fell off a sandwich because he's gay? He's, he's gay because he's gay. <laughs> gay fucking pickle. Great good, man. I think. Uh, cut cut me, me to do the me, bone. Anthony. I would say that was pretty. Uh, do me, do do me, do me, do me, man, Anthony. With a with a head that square. What Damn. else? What else can you say about the man? Really. With a head that square, all the thoughts are rectangles. Hey, did you? Ed, one day we were doing the podcast, middle of the podcast. Brendan goes, Greg, what do you use for your hair loss? (laughs) And I went, Well, I don't use anything. I don't have what? And he was like, No, you clearly do. What are you using? And then I went, Anthony, I went, Anthony, tell this guy I'm not losing my hair. And he goes, I don't know, man. For being honest, <laughs> now that I'm looking at your head, I mean, uh, everyone's yeah. losing hair when you compare them to Anthony. <laughs> and my mom told me my hair. I was losing my hair. I've been taking Rogaine for two years. This thing has gone crazy. <laughs> my mom got so worried while cutting my hair that I was losing it. I went on a very strict Rogaine regimen. Now this thing is wild. Can we uh, let me for one second separate? hairdresser from your mom i just want to okay. separate them put your mom in a we're not talking about your mom here but this is the thing we need to talk about hairdressers because i've had this experience with them they are not medical professionals <laughs> okay like they are they the are. furthest from i've had one of them say to me how to try to get rid of i had like this like really bad scalp itchy shit and she was mm-hmm. like oh this is a bad you got bad head 
You gotta get rid of. You gotta put on. You can, what you want to do is take a bunch of pigeon feathers and uh, you know rub them in your head. It's like she gave me the craziest advice, and then I was like, oh, maybe I'll do that. And then my doctor was like, no, what are you doing? Like that's she. You don't have bad head. This is just some. It's like it was wild that she thought that she could give me medical advice. She was selling her product, dude. Yeah, you were getting upsold. Yeah, they're just, you know, they work with hair so much that they start to believe they understand it in a way that others don't. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes. I don't trust any of those fuckers, man. I haven't gotten a haircut since prom. (laughs) (laughs) Let me see that thing. Turn around. You still got a ponytail? Let me see that beautiful. Oh, Oh, God damn. It's all in there. Hold on. Hell yeah, dude. Take it down. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's madness. <laughs> there we go. We'll put them under there. We'll hide them. There we Your go. Hair, you have like beautiful hair, right? Uh, Is it me? No. It's like, I, yeah. I've never really seen how, how wavy it is. Yeah. Uh, very curly. Yeah. Very curly. You have like an 80s metal. When, when 80s metal bands used to have hair, that was like, dude, that's some sexy ass hair. You yeah. have some like, you've, I don't want to say woman's beautiful, oh, a beautiful woman's it. hair. Oh yeah, no, not, they, just not any, not just any woman is what I mean. Nothing makes me happier than like a chick with shitty hair sees my hair and they're like, God damn it, I wish I had your hair. He's like, I'm gonna cut it all off and throw it in the trash, you bitch. <laughs> I could see myself coming up from behind you and being like, Oh, I'm gonna try to fuck this chick, and then turning around and going, Ooh, I'm gonna try to fuck this God. guy. <laughs> you would not for nothing, but you would say that with the rest of Ed's frame. Ed is built like a linebacker. <laughs> and you know how I like my women. I like my women as close to men, and I like my men as close to women. And that's a perfect line with Ed. With a four foot wide back. <laughs> He's got a linebacker's back and a beautiful man. That's right up my alley. Yeah, I tried be my to square buy, head. What? I tried to buy one of those uh, Chinese. Uh, jerseys they don't understand my size <laughs> they don't they don't they don't understand anything i want i bought a shack jersey from china just to like treat myself for my birthday and, and i was and i was just like man i was like all right i want to and i get it's like skin tight i had to like have my my fiance help me take it off i was so mad i was like i was like you guys don't understand shit i also got some i got duped on another ad from this Chinese company. I told them out of 38 waist, they sent me like 40, 40 inch long pants. They're like, oh, if you're that fat, you must be eight feet tall. You know, they don't understand. Like it's give them the George Mirasons. <laughs> oh my good. Oh my good. Um oh, was, great. What? What nothing? Else? No, good. Yeah, it is. Great. I should. I didn't mean to do a, a decline. I did. That's. I did like the end of the podcast. Great. I was like, oh, great. That well, was yeah. that nice. That was nice. Here, here I got. A, I got a. Can I? Can I get a roast joke on uh, Anthony? Please. I want to just keep doing it. And then I want to learn how to. I do want to learn how to write a roast joke because I've never been good at him. Yeah, you look like uh, Mario. Fuck Diddy Kong. 
The unknown level of the game. Because <laughs> <laughs> if Mario and Diddy Kong have sex, then you have to that then you play that baby, and that baby has a has a comedy career. And so now you now you're on the road. You're trying to play castles. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> that's my favorite kind of roast joke is one with a heavy narrative. You know, it's just it's just an endless story. I think I love that. <laughs> I miss the old roast though when people would just roast their friends. You know, yes. the, the roast when it's like you're roasting someone you don't know is yeah. like no, nah, the I That's whole not idea what it's supposed to be. Yes, it used to for me it used to be like I know him so well, this is what I can get away with. These this is what I can say to him cuz I love him. Exactly. And now it's like hit that bitch in a twat and make her cry. I hate that shit. That should try that. It's supposed to be an honor. It's someone you love. Yeah, right. We used to do the roast back in the day at the Creek. We roasted Kevin. We roasted Marcus. We right. roasted Sean Patton. We roasted Henry. You know, there's our buddies. We had a good time. Yeah. You know, like now, like, it's just like, literally you, you do it. It's wasteful when you do it too much like that. It's supposed to be, you're supposed to like get choked up at the end of it you know and you like yeah. you get closer to everybody now it's like everyone taking swings and trying to like it's for their own benefit rather make your career yeah yeah you it, know, was, when, I, it, it just drives me crazy when they used to do those roast shows they would just pair anybody up they'd be like oh if i do really well i can get some kind of comedy out of this so then they would be like people, i remember like dude they'd find out that someone cheated on their wife and like they bring up shit that was like how did you how did you know that and why are you saying that on stage yeah well, very mean with roast battle, what we would do was we would uh, we would encourage that they would like have a lunch together and like learn about each other. So they could <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. And then yeah. Would, yeah, and then it all ends with a hug. But yeah, no man, that to me like I, what I love about roast battle as far as like comedy goes, and I'm sure you guys can respect this, is you get to be on TV and not burn any material. Yes. Yeah, you know, like, and you just get to like, you get to write a couple jokes about this other person, and you get a you get a good job out of it, and you get a credit, and you don't have to fucking waste any of your good shit. Yeah, you know, which is you know, I I think because that's what I love about roast battle. I feel like it's like a joke writer showcase. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But, but it also is just like nerve wracking is all fuck and like stand ups <laughs> already nerve wracking, <laughs> you know. Like you don't need to make it into a medieval game uh, all the time either. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to go on TV to find out I have a square head. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you could do that from the comfort of your own home. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of nice to find out what things you don't know about yourself you know like you do a roast and people are like here's a guy who never writes jokes and you're like i don't i thought, I, I thought people thought my writing was good like, no no one ever did it's the only way stand-ups will tell you the fucking truth because they're all brown nose and gock suckers there you go, Greg. Yeah, yeah. That's for all my roast jokes. All my roast star. You know this guy. He's a cocksucker. Go, That's it. He's a cocksucker. That old that would be great in Deadwood. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah, um, you watch Deadwood? 
I watched I, a few episodes of it. Go ahead, Anthony. I, I love that fucking show. Yeah, I got to get into it. Just everybody, uh, everybody loves it so much. And honestly, um, it's so grizzled and it's hilarious. You, it's like you would love it. It's got three seasons, and you you'll fly right through it. And it's just like by the end of it, you'll just be like I'm never kissing my wife on the mouth again. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. dude, are you watching? Are you watching Raised by Wolves? No, is it good? I yeah. think it is, but I think everything's. I love it. You gotta. Like it's bad shit. Crazy. Yeah, it is wild. I'll definitely check it out. I'm in the middle of Lovecraft Country right now. I'm not loving it. It's fine. You know, it's good. It's long as to me, just be weird, and I'm in. Yeah, you know, just, yeah. just be a little kooky, and I'll, show me some weird shit, and I love it. You know. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I was getting into it, and then. So I had like I was like, okay, every white guy's the bad guy. I get it. And then it was like, well, yeah, I mean, it's a horror movie for black people. So yeah. that's what their horror is. And I go, yeah. all right, that makes sense. <laughs> but I it literally clearly was shining a light on my own self that I didn't want to look at. And I was oh, like, yeah. mm, I don't want to deal with this. So I'm gonna <laughs> turn it off. <laughs> I can't yeah. deal with it. Yeah, I'll just be like, I just don't like the lighting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll blame, I'll blame the acting. Uh, I'll blame yeah. The acting. Yeah, <laughs> that's the acting. It's not. It's not the parts of our country we, that I'm not ashamed to look back at too. Into, so but no, crazy. it's good. The main wow. actor is really good, though. Oh, he's he unbelievable. Really good. He's yeah. unbelievable. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I really like him, and I'm I'm always a fan of uh, Omar from The Wire. I can't. Oh. I never learned how to say his name, but uh, he's all over that show. He starts in like the third episode. I've never oh, seen okay. Omar. I've I've never seen The Wire. Never seen The Wire. I know. I got. I mean, that's one of it. those things where, like, you know, you would have been yelled at ten years ago for that shit. I know, you but people just stopped it. yelling. People they, eventually, they eventually, everyone just stopped yelling at me for it, and well, I guess got to watch up it. Their slack. Watch the goddamn wire. <laughs> yeah, I got to do the third season. It's all about Longshoreman. You'll really? love it. <laughs> yeah, man. It's when I moved, season. when I moved to New York, that was what I thought I was gonna do. <laughs> I, like, I was like, I was like, oh, Makes I'll sense. just find a dock and I'll work there. <laughs> <laughs> they'll hire me. They'll hire you on site. They yeah. look at you. And go. I don't need to see your resume. <laughs> you were born for that. Yeah, it's yeah. like when a it's like when a basketball player goes to Africa and sees like a seven foot tall kid and he's like, we're just gonna give you a scholarship. We don't need to see any shots. <laughs> You're a longshoreman. It's not We'll teach you, but you're you're for this. You got it. Or you'll have I, a, a metal band just put you in the background and just be like, you're on the band, just hold a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> just whenever you get a chance, headbutt the sound guy. Yeah. <laughs> People should just pay you to stand in the crowd for their bands, and you just go, This fucking rocks. Yeah. If you just stand, then they would just be like, they were like, Oh, yeah, yeah, no, like, he gives us the legitimacy. Yeah. <laughs> what you don't like this? Yeah. <laughs> you look like a pussy to me. I love pussy too. <laughs> I feel like no matter where you, no matter where you go, someone walks up to you and goes, "Are you the bouncer? Are you?" Oh my! He's like, "This is a Dwayne Reed." It's my favorite thing to do is if I'm standing by the front door of a bar and someone walks in, I always go like this and like check their ID. <laughs> So I always do it. Like, look at it, hand them back. I'm like, all right, have fun. You know, <laughs> you, should, you should go up to the bouncer and be like, you got ID? I need to see your idea. You could fool a bouncer into giving him the ID. That is the most thankless job on earth, by the way. Yeah. And I used to run that, uh, the poor house. Like, I used to be one of the managers there. Oh, right. And then, like, I remember I found out the bouncers were getting paid like 25 an hour. 
And I was like, they're getting paid how fucking much? And then I had to bounce one night and I was like, give them any amount of money they want. (laughs) (laughs) It is the worst job in the world. I hate it so much. You're basically just like a cop with the law not behind you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, those comedy club bouncers I would say it's a little bit better, but like, cause they, they can kind of just tell you to be quiet, like mm-hmm. to be quiet. But a lot of them are pretty good at like just de-escalating, which cops aren't good at, you yes. know, like they'll yeah. de-escalate, which is nice. But- oh my God. Just switch out cops and bouncers. <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> that's the solution. <laughs> well, the, the reality is the reality is the reason that works is because bouncers don't really get to have guns and don't have the law. Once you give the bouncers the law, they'll just become the cops, and then the cops become the bouncers. And it's um, this is a very pro cop podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm totally with it. I get it. I mean, yeah, like, no, for sure. Like, what would you like? I mean, like, you want to go be a cop? No. Like, that's the thing. It's like, it's like, who's like? Of course, they're lunatics. Do you? <laughs> who, what kind of lunatic would take the job? Like, 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 yeah, like, of course, man. We had we used to like give we'd always hook up the cops at the poorhouse, you know, because like you got to treat them good. So that way, you know, if anything ever happens, they're there in two seconds. Yes. And they used to throw the most <laughs> disgusting parties in the back. We're just like, I, uh, you need to go. <laughs> <laughs> I need to call you on you. Yeah. It's like, hey, can they, you arrest you? <laughs> this is illegal. <laughs> it's like anytime you see like a stripper go to a cop party, just want like run. Please, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> yeah, dude. My, I always say my stepdad was a cop, and he was like, you know, he was like a simpler kind of guy. But mm-hmm. like he, the shit he would talk about having to deal with, like I remember, oh I always said, like when you go, when you work in an ice cream shop, you think everyone likes ice cream. When you're a cop, and all you see are the shittiest people all the time, you start On to their believe worst that's day. the fucking world. On the worst, the the worst day of your year is yeah. the easiest shift for a cop. You know, like, oh, you called the cops because they broke into your house. That's the fun call for them. You know what I mean? That's an easy one. That's an easy one. Although, I mean, like, I mean, of course, if I had to wrestle drug dealers every day of my life, (laughs) I'd be a fucking asshole, too. You know? (laughs) Yeah. That's what I I do. Sorry. Go ahead. I I saw this one time a cop. I was talking, hanging with the cops in uh, at the poorhouse. And they were like, there was this guy at uh, Union Square trying to set himself on fire. So he like had a bunch of lighter fluid and he's putting it all over himself and he's trying to set himself on fire and the cop tackles him and gets the lighter away from him and people are like holding their phone in front of him like leave him alone he's like he was gonna <laughs> set himself on fire in Union Square like 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 it's like, like I tackled him like what do you mean like don't like I'm right I am so right like, <laughs> man. Man, my yeah, dude, my stepdad one day. I remember. I think I've told this before, but I'm talking to him. I go, "Hey, George, man, what are some stuff? What are some stories about being a cop?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, we had some. I remember uh, had to go into this. Uh, we had you know because the firemen they're always fucking late. I'm there first. I go in. I see this 13 year old girl holding her daughter. She they both burned to death. <laughs> we had a few of those. And I went." <laughs> what man and he was just like <laughs> and i'm like you could see his brain is like throw a laugh do a laugh because that's how we handle this it's like oh my god oh my yeah. god man zabrowski's anyway. dad was a queen's cop 
<laughs> yeah, he's talking about he saw like some dude in a gimp outfit, like dead upside down, chained to a playground fence. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, we had to cut him down, you know? <laughs> yeah. Could you fucking imagine? Yeah. I worked anyway. with the cops in New York. We were doing a gig for him. And then, like, this is going to freak you out. I probably shouldn't tell you this. But no, I'm in the first know. precinct and I'm in the room, like the briefing room where they talk to all the other cops and stuff like that. Like, this is what you got to do. These are the people we're looking for. And so they had like all the stuff around, like the mugshots and stuff. But one of the panels for mugshots was just like different uh, pictures of different bombs they found around the city. Oh, right. Like, like one of them was like literally three sticks of dynamite and a clock attached <laughs> to it that they found in a gap bag on the subway. And it's like, God damn it, man. Like, wow, the they're thing- finding Joker bombs. That's like a bomb <laughs> the Joker would carry. <laughs> <laughs> do they have like a section of like these are all the riddles we have to solve uh, anyone has a tip on those yeah. I saw a, a cop with a dog and I was like oh I better hide my weed like joking around with the cop and stuff and he's like oh no he's a he's a suicide bomb sniffing dog <laughs> yeah, like, was what was that <laughs> he's, yeah. like, he's like oh he's a, he, he, he's a suicide bomb sniffing dog I was like how does that work and he's like he could detect moving parts inside the bags and I was like, "What?" And then I was like, "I was like, well, I hope he's never found anything." And he's like, "You'd be surprised." Oh. Like, God damn it! Like, <laughs> Better hide my weed. That dog only finds children's bodies. That dog only sniffs children's bodies that have been molested. It's, it's a very we. He's working around the clock. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Unless that bloody orphan is full of weed. You won't even realize. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, great we- place to hide your weed, by the way. <laughs> um I have a business. <laughs> hey Ed, where do we uh where do I want to tell people where to download the movie? How do they go buy to, it? Amazon? Uh, no, it's on Vimeo. So go to uh, howamericakilledmymother.com and that'll mm-hmm. you can watch the trailer and that'll link you to the Vimeo page. So howamericakilledmymother.com. Go check that right. shit out. And then Anthony's- this month on Brighter Side, I'm doing uh, full episodes on each subject because uh, I basically highlight ah. four things that like mm-hmm. were the downfall of my mom, healthcare, casinos, my father, and uh, what was the fourth one? Banks. What's you the know, fourth one? Was so- just Anthony. Yeah. yeah, Anthony, I know what you did, you fucking son of a bitch. You left her high and dry. There we go. Victim blaming. Sure. She left you. <laughs> but yeah, so I've been doing that on the brighter side, and that's been a lot of fun. And uh it's 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 been surprisingly cathartic. And this next episode, I interviewed my dad. And I'm just going to like literally take the entire interview from me and my dad and just slap it on the podcast. And uh, it's, it's crazy. I mean, but also like we're buddies now, that's you know, cool. we talked yesterday, you know, I still have yeah, to remind nice. him when my birthday is, but you know, like it's, uh, you know, we're, we're buddies yeah, and it's, uh, I think that's very important for people. And like, if I could suggest anything, like, I don't know what your dad did to you if you hate your dad, but if you can find it in yourself to like, just forgive him before he dies uh it's really uh it feels good it feels yeah it's nice you know so uh you, that's the one thing I, I love to throw out to people is just don't let people die with you hating them yeah. <laughs> forgiveness is huge man forgiveness always feels better it's always like you can carry that shit with you and then you have to feel it but when you just kind of like let it go and forgive people it's just 
it's easier. It's it's you know how many like people do you have like comedians and shit that annoy you and then you just go I'm I'm over it and it just feels better. Like imagine if that's your dad. Well, you don't have to imagine. You did it. But I'm saying yeah. like for me, it, I get it. I t- I totally understand. It's so difficult to hate somebody. It's so, it's so draining. It's like, yeah. it takes so yeah. much energy. You know, it's just like just being cool is super easy. <laughs> you know, I never understood why people are such assholes all the time. It's just like, well, if you're just nice, like everything just goes smooth and like we laugh and we go home. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't like people think like about every ready. word that we all said to each other. You know, <laughs> I've always noticed that if you just be the guy in the room who's a little bit like, you know like who just listens and genuinely gives people a chance and smiles people just want to be around you it's just thank easier you. thank you greg <laughs> i don't i don't really like that i didn't like that I, didn't, I don't know why i don't know what you meant by it but it didn't feel right what I learned, no i was i was i was thanking myself for you. being that person that you were describing yeah, you, you oh. give him, Craig. You yeah, that was an indictment on you man oh all right i thought i wasn't sure what that was i thought you were no i wasn't sure i don't know i'm very sensitive after that square head comment oh gotta, i'm sorry yeah i got i always wondered why the toupee place never could get me <laughs> if they're like no we have to get an actual rug a square rug for your head <laughs> um anyway uh You're dude right and, Love you, buddy. Thank, Thank you. you so much for coming on, man. I hope so. you had a fun time. Everybody go download the movie. Watch the movie. Check out The Brighter Side. I do love that podcast. I love you guys. Um, you guys anything else so to promote? Fun. You too. Your, your show. Go listen to the Rad Dude cast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when you guys got some time and you're down, you know, just throw on the Rad Dude cast. You know, you, oh. can, go their, you can go to their Patreon. You can go to <laughs> patreon.com slash Rad Dude cast. You know, they got all kinds of cool things on there. You can get access to episodes early. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> the- <laughs> yeah. Tell them, man. There's, uh, yeah. There's stickers. You know, they still send you some stickers. Oh, and, yeah, uh, man. You can be part of the Rad Dude club, you know, and you guys can get the treehouse and fucking. <laughs> you know how the treehouse gets uh guys <laughs> yeah throw us some money come to the raddudecast.com we have three levels and we're giving people stickers now i guess we're not giving anybody stickers but brendan uh we have great episodes that. brendan will handle that that's a brendan thing brendan. oh yeah brendan uh we have to talk about brendan he's in the hospital but Oh no! Oh no! He's not. <laughs> he's because not even people. We have to stay. You know, people just assume. No, he's on vacation with Amy somewhere. Yeah, enjoy <laughs> it. Anyway, Ford. Yeah, they had a nice uh, long weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, anything else? Anything you want to? Any? Give any gigs coming up, Anthony? Oh, follow us the Rad Dude Cast at the Rad Dude Cast mm. on Twitter. Was Rad Dude Cast already taken? You had to add the the. Is well, there the, another Rad Dude Cast? I think our podcast is called the Rad Dude Cast. <laughs> oh, well, man. I, what what most likely happened is we started a Twitter at Rad Dude Cast yeah. and then forgot the password and then started a new one at Rad Dude. That's probably what happened. But I know now we are at the Rad Dude Cast. Man, fucking, there's like four brighter side podcasts now. It's so aggravating. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Nick Turner was doing a what you call it. He was uh, doing a crowd warm up, and he was interviewing someone. She's like, "Listen to my podcast." He's like, "Oh, what's it called?" She's like, "The Brighter Side." He's like, "Oh, I got something to tell you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we lucked out. No one else is dumb enough to call themselves the Rat Podcast. So yeah. we're in fine shape. <laughs> Mike, what were you going to say? Mike was going to chime in with something. Usually that means we missed something. Oh, yeah, he came in. Oh, uh, you should actually say what is going on the Patreon. <laughs> what is going on with the Patreon? What's going on? 
<laughs> what you actually get with it. I'm sorry. Oh, 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 oh yeah, man. What do they? And, what uh, do they get? What do they get with it? Enamel pins. We have a five dollar, ten dollar, fifteen dollar tier. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, so for five dollars, you get another episode, and they're all really great. Mm-hmm. For ten dollars, you get another episode, and then fifteen. We have three tiers, and with every tier, you get a new episode. And I got to be honest, I'm proud of them. They're really, really funny. They're really, really good, and it's like uh, it's it's really good. It's worth the cup of coffee a day if you get a fifteen dollar cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah if you get all the extras, intense caffeine problem. Yeah, or if you get yeah, that two cheesesteak a day problem, you got you get that. What? Yeah, oh. Patreon. Patreon's doing a thing now where you can pay for the year. I'm gonna say we set that oh. up so people pay for the year. We get all their money up front. It's a great yeah, idea. You know yeah, what I mean? When they get destitute, you know, you don't have to keep shaking them down. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> its fifth topic will be our Patreon. <laughs> Dude, everyone pays a month up front. All that money goes right up my nose. And then <laughs> we don't got to deal with it for a year. I don't have pay, can't pay my bills. <laughs> and then when they can't pay their bills, they're fucked. They can't cancel this to try to like get some money back. You know, because that's what I did. I was like, dude, I gotta fucking, I gotta cancel Disney Plus, save a little bit of money. And it was like, motherfucker, you paid for the year. It's like, ah, I'm broke, yeah. but I'll have Mandalorian. So that's good. Man, God, love that fucking yeah, Mandalorian. Really Me too. I know. Well, you could sell your password for cheaper than Disney Plus offers. Oh, oh so there you go. Idea, you know? This is how Dude. we get shot by the Disney player. <laughs> by the way. Well, let him try to come after me again. Yeah. Mickey fight. Mouse just appears behind Ed's clothes. <laughs> snaps his neck. <laughs> You're next. <laughs> um, cool, man. All right, so that's it for this episode. Again, go buy that movie on Vimeo. Uh, we're going to post the links to it. Anthony's going to post the links to it on our social media. You son of a bitch, you better. I just put that on Anthony. Uh, I, Anthony's- I, of course, I have to figure that out. But you know, however, <laughs> my mother.com. It's very, it's very. Uh, oh, yeah. Just go to Ed's thing. Yeah. yeah. And if any fans out there want to walk me through it, feel free. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, All man, right. watch Ed's movie. Listen to Ed. He's the best, man. Yeah, it really oh, is the best. Guys. Thank you so much for coming on, man. I really. I'm sorry. It's a fucking I mean, treat. Funny. Yeah. What? What, what, you what I made fun of Oh no! That's you didn't make fun of it. You never even got to the making fun of it part. You just said yeah. what you'd go after. You yeah. just stated the truth. <laughs> you went well. I'd go after your square head, and then I was like, I have a square. I did not know I had a square head. <laughs> That's a compliment, though, man. Like square-headed people are revered throughout history. That's look, if, right. I had a square, if I had a square head, would my hand do this when I did it? Look. It's well, around. I bet you were better at geometry than algebra. No, I don't. I didn't get past. I didn't get past like math one oh. I didn't. I would. My classes were still called math <laughs> when I ended math classes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We love you all. We'll check you out. See you. Bye. Peace. Bye. Ed. <laughs> The Rad Dude Cast is hosted by Anthony DeVito, Brendan Eyre, and Greg Stone. Original music by Brian Zippert. Produced by Mike Suarez. Executive producers Brendan Eyre, Greg Stone, and Anthony DeVito. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts.